Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik Picardian. Jared Brandon. Way down in Nashville. Hey, everybody, it's me, Tonovic. Welcome to the Lee Guitar Knobs. Lee Guitar Knobs. Lee? Woo-hoo. Lee. Is that the new if name? I'm a French man. I'm Lee Guitar Knobs. Lee Guitar Knobs. Uh, welcome to the Guitar Knobs like Podcast. It. We're thrilled to death that you're listening to our show. Oh, heck yeah. Um, yes. I just want to say, first and foremost, I dropped my pen. I've been in contact with uh, quite a few people, quite a few of our listeners um, and supporters, and and just even bumping around. I, I'm so thankful for those who extend a, a, a kind word our way uh, for what we do here on the show. Thank you. I, we so appreciate it. Uh, so thank you. Thank you very now, much. You're yes, not you, Tony. No. Uh, we have got a fun little show tonight. Is I it? think so. Yeah, we don't uh, have a guest. I thought we had a guest. No. And wait. No. no. If you listen closely, you can hear the ghost of old Moaning Rob out there in the wind. I hate he's this. not. He's I hate not here. This part. He's I not here it. tonight. Uh, but he wanted to be. Um, anyways, so we are going to get on with this. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, our, I don't want to say it's not like an official NAM recap, but we just want to talk about some, you know, stuff that we encountered there and a handful of other things. Jared's got some big stuff he wants to talk about and, uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun, happy times. We've got a great, would you rather? Uh, we at do. The end. Yes. All right. Uh, Tony, do you have any announcements? This week, I actually do. So um, I don't know how many people are familiar with uh, the Mark Knopfler auction that happened at Christie's. I saw that. Honest to God, I mean... I don't get it. God got to be honest. God bless him. Well, I mean, especially in the UK, I think Mark Knopfler um, definitely has, you know, probably the strongest following, and that's, of course, where the auction was. But I I was just uh, gobsmacked. At the prices that things went for there. And now, what they read and the bid, I think, was $550,000 about that. Mm-hmm. What it actually went for, all, all, you know, out the door, all the fees and everything, 693,000 pounds. 693,000 pounds. And you're like, wait, is dollars more or less? Oh, it's more. Eight hundred and eighty-three thousand four hundred and one dollars and seventy-five cents is what that guitar cost. Yeah. What the actual hell? Which guitar was that? Okay. Mark Knopfler's. Well, no, but this is this was his whole collection. They just had an auction. No, that was for his the the uh, the was it fifty? Uh, was it fifty-nine? Yeah, his 59, 59 Les Paul, Les Paul yeah. standard went for 693,000 pounds. That's what I just said. Which is $875,000. I just said the same thing. But here's the deal. So the whole auction. You weren't even listening. For all 170 some pieces. It's actually 80, 883. I got the conversion. Right I just here, did, I just used my conversion. Yeah, my conversion is better than your garbage. conversion. Um, it's it's like 8.8 million pounds is what. That's bananas. That, I mean, and and... You yeah. know the the projected prices were like 
a twentieth or a hundredth. I, I don't understand. The, I, I mean, just it was don't... it was crazy. I mean, so that's I mean, you if know, you, you can you can go over to Christie's Auctions and look up the Mark Knopfler collection and just be prepared to be, have your jaw drop. Yes, yeah. because they have what you know they expected to sell for and what they actually sold for, and a lot of these things. That's the way you do it are you his play the guitar on the MTV. Goodness yeah. sakes, you sell the guitar on the Christie's auction. Jeez, yeah, um, you know a lot of these things were just part of his collection. I don't even know if he played these things out in public. Probably, yeah. Not. The the actual the fifty nine they they uh, cited the songs that he was. He'd famously played well, live okay. and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's not like he played, you know, the song on that one. I mean, he was, right? I mean, that was a red Stratocaster. Yes. Well, at least in the video it yeah. was. But, yeah, it's, it's just shocking to me. And, you know, it's, I hope those things find their way into a good home and not just in somebody's secret lair vault. Of course it's going to go in a secret lair vault. Who can afford that except <laughs> Batman? Bruce Wayne. Jeez. So anyhow, I just I thought that Did I was... I just give away his identity? Uh, you might have. Damn it. Oh, way to go, Todd. Another superhero down nice. the drain. But anyhow, right. do yourself a favor. Go check out Christie's Auctions. Look at the Narc, Mar, Narc Muffler? No, Mark Muffler connection. And uh, yeah, just, just, yeah, I, I was shocked. Yeah, when I saw it, I was—I actually went in that day that the auction was going and and watched some of the things live, and I I just was I I I was gobsmacked. Yeah. Hmm. So that was my announcement. Amazing. I have one. You oh, have yes. one. I have an announcement. So, uh, end of March. Um, sorry, I don't know the exact days. Last weekend of March, there is a guitar show in Nashville. Ah. It's just south of downtown. In Franklin, uh, uh, Todd, you you were down there a few the years ago one? with me. Yep the yeah the Amigo. So they're gonna have a Amigo guitar show down there uh, Friday, Saturday, well Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, unless you buy a two hundred dollar VIP ticket on Friday, um, people <laughs> like uh, Vince Gill walk around. Um, there on Friday, I saw, I met Vince Gill last year on Friday, just setting my stuff up. And so I talked with him for a while. That was, cool. are you going to um, have a table and are you gonna uh, set stuff up? I'm going to have a table. I will have Ooh. a table. I'm going to be selling things like vintage pedals and I, I'm, I'm just going to do a big dump of what I'm not If you need a table, using, mate, so. I might join you on that. Always your room. So, uh, so not a table mate. I understand. I get it. I get it. I see it. No, you, no, no, you're fully invited as well. Nope. Anyways, I got it for you. All right. All well, good. let's you get on, on with our shizness. Uh, let's do it, Tanya. Yeah. What's going on in your music world this week? Well, well, I'm actually looking up the dates for the Nashville Guitar Show. He just can... said them. He said the end of March. He okay. did not give specific dates, and I'm providing specific nothing. dates. Saturday and Sunday, March 23rd and 24th. Oh, that's right. That's it's the Friday. It's the Diego Guitar Show. Saturday and Sunday, March 23rd and 24th. Come on down to Nashville and say, get them a guitars. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, sorry. Right. It's it's a Friday. We're a little, little punch drunk. A little, little, <laughs> little toasted. Um, so anyhow, uh, on to what's going on in my world, music world this week. Yes. Um, I think last time I talked about that I was, uh, 
interested in buying, and I bought a uh, Digitech Mosaic 12-string simulator. Uh-huh. Uh, based, on nice. a- based on Andy Fuchs' uh, recommendation on his floor on the floor. And uh, so that came in while we were out at NAMM, and uh, I had a chance to play with it a little bit this week. And I have to say, this is a damn fine 12-string simulator. Um, oh, man. It tracks really well. It, it, it The way that it's designed is to make it simulate like a real 12-string guitar where you have your four lower strings are in... Uh, in octave pairs, and then your upper two strings uh, are in unison pairs. And it does a really good job of, of doing that, especially on the high E and the B string. It gets a little bit confused if you're doing, uh, you know, runs on, on the G string, um, because right. it, you know, is, there's some crossover, obviously, after the fourth fret into that territory. So you don't get the full effect, like Roger McGuinn uh, from, the, from the Birds, a lot of his runs were done on the G because that, you know, that, that gives you the, I, I guess, maximum. Mm. No uh, one had the runs like McGuinn. <laughs> was that a Gretsch? <laughs> was that a Gretsch? What was that that he used? Was that a Gretsch? Oh. It was not a Gretsch. It was a Rickenbacker, a Rickenbacker? 370. Three Gretsch pick- Rickenbacker. Brought his name to me. Oh, them's fighting words, boy. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, I'm gonna. Todd, did you want to try this out? Maybe. I'll, yeah. I'll give it. I'll uh, try it's, it. it's actually a really good. I I don't know in a studio if I would use this. I it's it's very close. It approaches the sound of a true twelve string guitar. But I think uh, in a live situation, perfect because cool. there's so much mud and everything going on. Anyhow, but in a studio situation, I just don't think that it is as good as it could be. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've heard uh, some people that are playing, like, guitar synths. you just get a 12-string. I mean... You just get a 12-string. You just do it. You just do it. Bob bing bob bow So, anyhow. So, that was my... Um, so, thanks, Andy, for the for the tip on this. I'm real happy with it. And uh, especially... I got it for, like, 135 bucks shipped, so... Not bad. Even better. Yeah. Good luck getting that uh, Loctite tape... Yeah, I'm not worried about there. that. I'll just leave it. Uh, all right, Jared, about yourself. Oh, man. Uh, so I got a little boxeroony uh, yesterday, or mm. the day before, rather, and it said from the guitar knobs. And I'm like, hey, that's me. <laughs> so I uh, I opened up the box, and, well, first of all, it was very light. So I'm like, did they forget to put the thing in here? Mm. So the I opened the brick. box, and it was... Yeah, and uh, I pulled out this really, really, really uh, unique and really cool guitar strap. Yeah. Uh, And it it really sticks out uh, to the other straps that I have. Uh, So thank you uh, for that. That is really, really cool. It kind of reminds me of a a really nice nightgown (laughs) of of like something – Someone in uh, like China a or Japan or something. Like yeah, that. like a, something like yeah. a kimono or, or like a you know a robe. I mean, we're do talking you, China. You, so. do, you do know the story behind that, right, Jared? I I don't. It's yeah. a Mother Mary strap. That, no, the you, brand. But I, please, I put a note with it explaining it. That was what? That was the fabric <laughs> that my grandpa brought over from World War Two. 
That's it? Yeah. That's that's that is so cool. Yeah. So uh I didn't know a, a, a that a couple of very, very close friends. I am I I decided to do a little gift for them. And uh so there's there's only a couple of those in the world. So I have one. Yeah. Tony's got one. Yeah. That is like I I ex I, I'm really glad that I really like it and I explained it the way I did because I I totally remember that story um about that material. Yeah. And and yeah, now I'm now I'm super honored that I have it. Yeah. You so, know, because I, I remember that story. So And it's yeah, nice thank it's you very much. It's it, it's nice and long too. I mean it's a it is a lengthy yeah. strap. It's like a, I think it's a was a sixty or seventy inch strap. Yeah. I think it's six sixty anyways. Yeah. That, so I'm trying to get yeah, uh, so, I'm in hey, in discussion with Mother Mary to come on the show. Uh, um, yeah, I'd love to have them on. They're good people. So, anyways, um, what about yeah. you, Todd? Well, you got me, buddy. I think. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, you I spent some of my time playing with something that I got at Nam. Ah, yes. Our friend Roman you get? from Schnobeltone, uh, we had ooh, way back. Um, he said, hey, I need to send you guys home with this pedal. And I had heard it before, and I was very happy to abscond with it. Um, this is the Daily Driver from Schnobeltone, and it is really great. I am liking this pedal a lot. Um, and So I've been experimenting with, you know, like uh, putting stuff in front and behind it and everything, and I'm looking to... I, I'm I'm sure I'm going to be playing live with this. Um, so we're going to have him on the show, and he's going to talk about the Daily Driver. He's got an update to that, so now he's got essentially two models of it. I don't know if that if the old one is going to continue, um, but the sound is the same, and we'll get into that more. So and if you'd like a preview, that would be episode one sixteen interview with with Schnobeltone. Yes, however, he did not have the pedal line out at that point, so. Uh, oh. this is, yeah, this is relatively new as of, uh, well, we talked to him last, we talked to them last year at NAM, but he had an, a family emergency and couldn't make it. Um, and, uh, anyways, so more to come on that. Very cool. Very, Love very it. cool. I'm going to pass this off to nice. Tanya Bolonsky so he can try this pedal out because it's really, really good. Okay. Very versatile. Okay. It's um, a daily driver. Yes, and uh, at the same time, um, a, a little while back, I, you know, I, like I said, I was, I've been enjoying connecting with our, our uh, supporters and friends and listeners. Uh, I have recently been going like pretty, pretty hardcore in, in, with the vinyl stuff, um, and really enjoying time with just sitting and playing the records and junk, and I. I thought, oh, you know, I, I should get, um, I've been getting like new accessories and stuff. And I said, oh, I should get a, um, a good duster. I have a really good cleaning system, but just, you know, for a, a little, uh, dusty, right. I looked up online and I found these like kind of cheap, like sort of like Chinese brushes, like that are kind of like a uh, barber brushes kind of mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wait a minute, John Williams from Grizzly Bay, who's been on the show, who is a, an executive producer, mm -hmm. makes uh, 
barber shaving brushes. Yes, he does. And he and he does these incredible oh. like acrylic uh, uh, lathed things. They're, they're really fantastic. Yes, I sent him some material down, some of my scraps. Yeah, and he v- made he made me a nice. very lovely brush. I mean, they're Shaving they're, they're very special. Yeah, and I said, John, you should consider making you know using the, the your your materials to do these these vinyl LP brushes, man, because. Mm. It's a nice gift, and people like, especially when people get enthusiastic about stuff and they got vinyl collections and whatnot. You want to get them something nice, right? yes? A true aficionado. A true aficionado. Smithers, <laughs> <laughs> come here. Uh, bring me my brush. So show it, show it, show it. Let's Anyways, see what it does. So I opened this thing up, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" You can unsheath it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. He it said, and it came with so a note. Nice. He said, "Todd, thanks oh, for badass. reaching out with this oh, I idea. I th- uh, see what you think of it. Let's talk. Um, I appreciate you, sir. This may be some of the plastic that I sent it, it, it might be. I mean, it is awesome, and it's black and gold. How cool is that? Oh, I love that. I mean, it's so nice. Oh, that's oh my god. Like that's a that's that's like a a piece for a." A collector, a fish, and a, 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 someone who is really enthusiastic about it. He doesn't, these don't exist on his website or anything. And I said, you know, are, are you okay if I mention this? He said, yeah, sure. Let's see what happens. If you are interested. Oh, get one. In a vinyl brush. Yes. A brush for your vinyl. It's not made out of vinyl. No. Um, this is handmade, hand-turned, and you can get them custom, whatever colors and everything you want. Like, oh, yeah. they are... Really remarkable. Check out Grizzly Bay, G-R-I-Z-Z-L-Y-B-A-Y. And you're going to see essentially the shave brushes. But just imagine that there's an anti-static, uh, very, very... And, I it's, mean, and it's, it's, that's much it like, larger than... It feels the, like air, and it's quite a bit larger. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. If you're interested, send him a note. Check him out. Send him a note, and um, he'll make you one up. That's, he said he would. All so, right. That's very, cool. very cool. I was really thrilled to get that. I love that. Thank you so much, John Williams, for doing that. That was very, very thoughtful. Uh, what a absolutely lovely surprise. Uh, while we're just kind of shaking the trees here, I wanted to say a big shout-out to Michael Furman, mm-hmm. to Jonathan Jerusik, mm-hmm. to Steve Keys, and to Sam Jett, and they know why. So thank you, guys. Appreciate all of your communication and i'm gonna keep dropping this pen so glad you're out there in our guitar world my friends onward and upward yes that's what we do here yeah we go onward and upwards um hey speaking of this pedal this noble tone and the mosaic if we were to put those on the same board which would sound epic Mm. we would need we could dust them off with your vinyl brush no you wouldn't no 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 okay sorry uh just get some end dust for that um if we were to link these two p- pedals together, yes, I am very confident that either your house or my house, or via Tour Gear Designs, you might find one of these cables to actually do that. In fact, you'll probably find a whole lot of these cables. Yes, you'll find more cables than you might not think you need. Maybe not. But you need be. them. Yes, you do. You need them. Go to TourGearDesigns.com. 
Check out the patch cables there. Oh, yes. Uh, they're flat. We, we say this with fervor every time because we mean it. We love this product. Yes. They're Truly. F- the cable itself is very flat. Yes. The ends are very small. Very small. They footprint. come in a C shape and an S shape. Yep. So if you have to do some rigmarole, like you yep. got to go from the top to the side and the side to the bottom and all and that crazy stuff. lengths. All the different lengths. All of them. Anyways, uh, go in there, load up your cart. When you're getting ready to pay, uh, put in the guitar knobs, all one word. You're going to save 15% on 15 that order. 15 extra 15%. percent. They have been so kind, and uh, we thank you, thank them and you for supporting the four on the floor, which we're skipping today. Yes. But normally it would be right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we hit two on the floor. I'll, That's I'll, pretty good. Yeah, I'd say right. so. I'll tell you one thing. My wife just brought me a shake, and I'm really happy. So ah. there you go. All right. What flavor? Pretty good. It looks like mint. It From looks like shake. mint? Sounds kind of like milk, it is. milk of magnesia. It, it is. Milk. I love mint chip. Uh, mint chip's fantastic. That sounds like milk of magnesia. No, no, no. no. Anyways, uh, we are going to talk about... You know t- what my favorite shake is? Um, Go ahead, Tony. I like peanut butter shakes. That's gross. Oh, my God. They're so good. Yeah. It's good. They are so good. It's yeah. good. Tie in protein. Uh-huh. Uh, shake and bake. Shake and bake. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. We went out to Nam last weekend. Now, uh, we got to meet all kinds of great people. Oh, yes. We saw all kinds of great things. We're just going to talk about some of that. Yeah. Um, and after we're doing that, then Jared's got something that he wants to talk about that is not Nam involved, but is... Involved with a certain mm-hmm. brand that you might know. Yes. Fender uh-huh. has a great... No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not, <laughs> that's <great>. not nice, <laughs> Todd. I could think of another one yeah. that would be even better, but <laughs> I won't say anything. Yes. Uh, so we... Tony, go ahead. You like kicking... You, you're good at kicking this stuff around and okay. kicking it off. So, um, so the first thing that happened was... I picked up Tony. Oh, yeah, so here's the deal. So I, I Todd says, I'm, or I called him and said, hey, I'm in. He said, he said okay, I'll come down. I'll, I'll pick you right up. I said, well, what are you driving? And he says, uh, I just got a minivan. Yeah. I said, okay, a minivan, huh? Well, I guess now that we're in our golden years, uh, maybe that's appropriate. So I told him where I was standing in well, front of. Well, had to get your scooter in somehow. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Little rascal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't quite fit in the car that you brought. No. So he pulled, I see this white Mustang convertible pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, and he beeps and says, oh, look at me. <laughs> I, well, I was thinking about having the top down and I'm like, that's too much. Nah, it that. was a little and rainy. It was rainy and kind of gross a little bit. But I, it, yeah, I, I look, everybody, I did not go there and order a, uh, you know, a Mustang convertible. For Nam, it, it was bequeathed upon him. It was. I actually got. I asked for like I don't know, like a Toyota Corolla or whatever. Uh, the you know the mid-sized blank car, right? Yep. And there was a bunch of uh, hubbub at the desk. He tried to. He's like, <laughs> the first thing he said when I knew things had gone awry, knowing full well that I'm getting a completely nondescript economy blank car. He goes. Uh, would you be interested in a Jeep Wrangler with a sport package? And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's not what I ordered. <laughs> and no, I have actually have quite a long ways to drive. Um, 
And so then it, we played, you know, like, well, what about this? And what about this? And I was like, no, 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 because they were all wacko cars. And I said, it, can I just get what I ordered? And, you know, immediately, you know, <laughs> that is the reservation. I reserved the car. <laughs> uh, so, but they were, they were kind and they tried to help me out. Uh, and, you know, this is just an, a testament to be nice to people. Yes. Especially people that are helping you out. Because you could have been like me and I, blown I, a gasket. I, and you could have. I, I could have. Uh, and this lovely lady was helping me out. And she's like, are you, do you, are you been helped? You know, can I help you with anything? I said, oh, I've been helped. I've been helped. And, and, and they're, I think they're getting the car right now. She goes, oh, yes, you got the, the, the Chevy Malibu. And I said, yeah. And I kind of joked around and go, should have got the Mustang convertible, huh? And she goes, oh, yeah. You know, and just, we just had a little chat. I got the keys. I went to go get the car. I sat in the car, popped right back out because it was totally smoked out. And mm. I said, there's oh, yeah. no way I'm get, I'm driving this the whole, the whole week. And yeah. so then I, I, I went back to her after having a delightful conversation. And I said, I hate to be a bother here, but that car was just completely smoky and I need to get something else and I need to get on my way because I had been there for a while at this point mm. she goes I'm going to go help you out and she comes back and and she got like really up close like it was some big secret she goes I got the Mustang for you <laughs> and I was like oh good because I had to haul Tony and Johnny Morales oh, around Johnny. so I'm like how the crap oh, am I going to no. fit Johnny in the back of a Mustang convertible Oh, bless, it worked out. Bless his soul. It he, worked out. He's a young he's guy. He's so flexible. Yes. He's a very flexible man. Very Gumby-ish. Um, and anyway, so <laughs> that's what we had for the weekend. And you know what? We did take advantage of it. Yep. We, 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 the, uh, the, the sky opened up and the sun shone down and we were just killing some time driving around uh, down by PCH and we had a blast. Yeah. It was lovely. Really, really nice. It was really lovely. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so glad that you got that. Yeah, that, me too. That beats right? a smoky Alibu any day of the yes. week. Um, and we're going to split yep. the bill after this. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, the uh, so c- continue, carry on. So, uh, so we, you know, we decided we'd go up, uh, grab our passes, um, and um, we uh, did a quick walkthrough, I guess, after we got our passes Very through quick. the show. We didn't want to ruin it. Yeah. And, you know, met up with a few people, bumped into a couple of people. Yep. Interestingly, you know, it always seems uh, we see Henry Cash, who is on one of our episodes. Yes. Every show that we go to. Every guitar show and every music show. I I can't not bump into that guy. Yeah. So and uh, his brother and his brother Bill, yeah, yeah, both very lovely people. Absolutely, I mean they were they were great. And I had been in touch with Henry about doing a, a, a custom guard for him. So he says, "Oh, are you doing? Are you going to go to the to the uh, the OC show, the guitar show, the vintage guitar show?" I said, "Yeah, I'm planning on it." He says, "Okay, I'll bring the guitar and I'll bring my little pattern and all this stuff." So yeah, it was cool. Um, but uh, but we'll anyhow, get to that. we'll get to that. Um, but the, uh, you know, I, I have to say that I was a little disappointed, uh, with the NAM show because it was uh, much, much smaller, maybe half as small as the shows that I remember. Like 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Was that a, was, it was a little bit bigger than last year's, uh, but not by much. Yeah. And, uh, but that being said, it was still 
nice to be able to go around. Um, they had a, a nice section set up for pedals, and a lot of the people that have been on our show or people that we yeah. want to have on the show were right there. So we were able to nail a few people down. Yeah. Um, we talked to all kinds of people. Yeah. Um, Joe Naylor from uh, from Reverend. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's, yeah. He's had a great interested. We're probably going to have uh, Tom Jones from TV Jones on. He liked my glasses. He he did compliment Todd's the first glasses. Thing he was like, Those are really cool glasses. And I was like, <laughs> TV Jones just said he thought my glasses were cool. That was a, that was actually what, like a highlight. I got to say because like I mean he's it's rare that you actually meet the man behind the product. Yeah. Like who is the product? Yeah. And uh, he was absolutely cool, and he said, oh, I'd love to be on the show. That'd be great. Yeah. So, so that we're nice. going to have TV Jones on the show. How about that, everybody? That's cool. That, that's, nice. That'll be a highlight. I, I've, I've known him for years, and, I mean, I, I swear by his Filtatron and Dynasonic pickups. I mean, yep. they are top-notch, without a doubt. Um, trying to think. I mean, we, we – oh, my God. We had a great time. We, we ate. We had a few drinks. We went to some really cool restaurants and things, and uh, and I, I just had a blast doing that. I mean that 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 was my one of my That's favorite things. Favorite part. Uh, well, and I got to and I got to. What's that, Jared? Holotron guy. No, he was not there. Remember he was there. He was not. He was not there. No, but um, but the other thing I enjoyed is meeting a couple of uh, Todd's older friends, uh, friends that he's known for. A long, long time, and we got to compare notes. Nice. Yeah, and uh, we decided that we don't want to be friends anymore. Wait, what? <laughs> who's, who's these people? The, your friends? I don't blame oh, yeah. Well, there, there's a handful of them. Yeah. Um, we also yes. So let's talk about some of the some of the other people that we're uh, looking to have on the show, and not by looking, I mean we've sealed the deal. Mm. What are you? What is this? I'm telling you to talk into the mic. Oh, am I on? I'm, I'm off. I want. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. How's that? That's that, much better. Is that better? Yeah. Uh, bare knuckle pickups. Ah, yes. So we we stopped by their booth, and um, you know, even though it was a little bit smaller, uh, there was no, um, there was no lack of people wanting to talk, uh, to the people that were that were there. I mean, you know, we had to circle a few times to. to Oh yeah, you know, and there's some people that I I wasn't able to to directly connect with, even though we know them. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we spoke with Bare Knuckle. Yeah, uh, looking to have them on the show, so that's going to be kind of cool. Um, we talked again with Surfy Industries. Oh yes, Surfy Bear. Yeah, Surfy Surfy Bear. Those are the the floor tremble or floor uh, reverb and, and stuff. Um, and you know, last time we were actually working with the the, the CEO, uh, who you know lives in Europe and travels all over the place. So it was a little bit difficult. So this time we we got that straightened out. And they have some really fantastic pedals. Yes. Uh, and I it it almost it's not it's almost not right saying pedals. Uh, it, I, it is more of like more of effect. Than anything oh, it's else, a it's you know? a total. I mean, I mean it's a it's, it's a basically a line it's reverb. a reverb tank that is floor mounted, and uh, I mean that I I when I go to these shows In I don't form. I tr I usually don't try guitars and things out, but I did want to try that out and I did play around with that for quite a while and they have a couple different models that yeah. were sounded they just if you like the sound of Fender reverb, these things do it. Yes, that is who correct. doesn't. 
Um, yeah. We spoke with uh, Humboldt. Yep. Um, which uh, is really they make some really very interesting stuff. So we'll, mm-hmm. we're gonna have we're gonna hopefully have them on. How about our buddy from uh, the uh, the bee the bees the bees? Yes, um, Philippe. Philippe. Yes. Yep. Uh, f- yep. That's so. That's coming. Um, Btronics. Btronics. That, that that that'll be good to have they a nice follow up cool with stuff. Him. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, we saw them. It's been years since. He's- yeah. Oh, yeah, and you know, and this is the thing is like, you know, we always talk about the you know the the quote unquote guitar community. Now that can sound like a bunch of hogwash or just like you know something that we feel like we put ourselves in. Mm-hmm. We walked up, he immediately went in for big hugs. Oh yeah, <laughs> and what we haven't talked, we haven't. You know, well, I actually saw him. I mean, it's not like we're we're talking to him all the time. No, but that was common just the recognition like oh hey and man that feels good it just feels great the same way with lisa from 108 guitars that oh my gosh yes that's lisa lisa s johnson um who we will probably be having back on yeah who's working on a new book very exciting uh we talked with our pals at earthquaker yeah we have not had them on the show no i i realize that and i realize they're they are a an ohio builder um, there have been a little, you know, a couple of reasons why we haven't, nothing untoward, you know, like we don't have a grudge against them or anything, but, um, they're huge yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're very busy and, uh, we just, you know, I think we're just waiting that, for that, the right that time. Might to that might merit a road trip. Indeed. Uh, we talked to a handful of guitar builders that were, you know, doing really awesome stuff. Um, we talked to the uh, union. Oh, union pedals. Transistors, yep. Union pedals. Yeah. So we're going to, uh, you know, look to have them on the show. Um, we also, let's see. Um, I'm going through some of my, I'm not pulling out all the stuff here, uh, but I'm looking for one in particular. We had, uh, where is it? Oh, yes. Ian Pritchard. Collector emitter yes uh known as collector emitter on the socials uh who is basically representing vox now mm-hmm. via korg yeah and, and we're standing there and he comes up and he's like hey hey <laughs> and it was like oh fantastic hey um so he is yeah he's he's doing all the the vox amp stuff and we said it'd be really cool to talk to you about this stuff so we're gonna be looking to have him back on the show uh, and one of the, one of the, the neat ones that I was kind of, ex- I, I didn't expect to see, but there was like, um, uh, like, a a meet, a meetup after, which was actually kind of crazy. It was for the quote unquote creators and, um, uh, what the hell do you call them? Influencers and stuff yeah. like that. Which, uh, which we which, are. Which just means, you know, media and stuff like that. So they had like an after party thing, and Tony and I didn't really know what to expect. They had food and hors d'oeuvres and drinks and all that stuff, and um, you know, loads of people that you would imagine, um, and uh, all the usual suspects. All the, yeah, many but there the was one suspects. unusual suspect. There was v- <laughs> standing to my right, yeah. uh, and and I, I honestly I couldn't 
bring myself to say, hey, can I get a selfie with you? Because I didn't want it to be like making, making like, oh my gosh, look at this, look at this in a, it could be seen as making fun of. Because honestly, if you're doing something, whether you agree with it, whether you think it's a goofball thing or not, just doing it and believing in the thing that you do and getting up and, and putting yourself out there, uh, take something. And I respect that. I, I respect the act. (laughs) I respect the purpose, the effort. You respect, I respect the effort. So, uh, (laughs) who was to your immediate right? Corey Feldman. Uh, Yes, yes, Corey Feldman no uh, way. was uh, doing his own like um, live selfie, and and he kept holding it up, and and I'm like I'm popping up on behind his his head like back and forth, and uh, and then they called his name, and he just he walked on up there, and they did a little show thing, and uh, and it was. Uh, well, it was something. It was definitely something. It was something. <laughs> Did not expect that to happen. Yes. Um, also at that night, I ran into a fellow named Nathan Rosenberg. And you out there might know him as the guy who does Beat Kitchen. Uh, Beat Kitchen uh, on, on, on Instagram. I believe it's just Beat Kitchen on Instagram. He does a fantastic job of sharing insider information, if you will, about recording, um, being a better player, being like understanding what you're doing with uh, mics and electronics and, and guitars and stuff like that. And he just has got a really engaging channel and presence. And I kind of pounced on him because <laughs> I really enjoy the content that he creates. You were a regular groupie. I, I was, and and he was very kind and thoughtful, and I said, it'd be great to have you on the show. Legit, because the guy knows. I mean, he's he's definitely a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Um, so check out Beat Kitchen, B-E-A-T Kitchen, and we're going to be having him on the show. Now, you know, one awesome. of my favorite things, Todd. Yes? Um, there was a section of uh, boutique guitar builders. Yes. And uh, our friend uh, Dean Gordon from Dean Gordon Guitars oh my had these beautiful, and I do mean beautiful, guitars on display. And he's such a neat guy. Uh, episode 349, uh, which wasn't too long ago. Um, if you listen to that one, you get a kind of a feel for the kinds of things that he's doing. But it was so nice to see these pieces in, in person and um and and then he he was just so he he was so happy to be there and he was so excited that um Paul Reed Smith had stopped by uh Ned Steinberger had stopped by yeah. and not just stopped by well, they they like they 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 admired his in, work they were in awe yeah. of his work yeah so super congrats to to Dean and 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 thanks for taking spending some time with us to talk a little bit more but that was that that was one of the highlights i think of 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 the show for me yeah it was it was pretty great um and in we also uh on the flip side of that very same table uh oh yeah sully yes sully guitars and so we had a great chat with him so after uh walking the floor pretty much all day on friday we decided that uh 
there was uh, we found out about a special off-site pedal show, mm-hmm. uh, which was pedal show. pretty cool. Uh, it was held at this little place, a little sandwich shop, and they had beer and stuff there. And and uh, we again ran into some people that we've had on the show, and people we're going to have on the show. Um, Todd, you've got yes. yeah. You, I've got a I've got a list, man. Uh, what was neat about this is that some of these are familiar players, but they've they all have new stuff coming out, which is really exciting. Alexander Pedals, who we've talked to many times, and was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And you know, things just happen in life, and whatever. But this time, we 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 spat on our hands and shook, um, which you know was a little gross. But that might be why I'm sick now. Maybe. Uh, so <laughs> nice. he's gonna be on the show. Uh, we also had, we talked to the guys from Maris. Yeah. Oh, you know, they make some really, really incredible stuff and they were very excited and they said, we, you know, we absolutely would love to be on the show. So we're going to be having them on the show. And yes, while we are going through these and we're saying these guys are going to be on the show, you know, we can talk about it a little bit. We're just really excited about this. So bear with us. Um, uh, had a great conversation with Philippe Herndon of Caroline, mm-hmm. who has something new coming out. And, uh, you know, we were trying not to hog these people's time, so we didn't get in too much detail with it. But um, I mean, the place was packed. I mean, there were there were a lot of people. Very small. And it was it was extremely small. Yeah. But that being said, we did. We were able yeah, to reconnect like with a lot of people. Balcony. Small. Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, lo and behold... And and what, this is really cool because he actually remembered that we connected with him a long time ago. But one of the guys that put this together, helped put it together, was uh, Joel from Chase Bliss. Oh yeah. And uh, he said I would love to come back, come you know, come on the show, not come back. But uh, when we first were trying to have him on, there was there was a lot of stuff going on in his company, and he said now's not a good time. So that's going to be very exciting because yeah. I don't know if you're aware, but they make some pretty incredible stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, we also met up with our pal Dan from Old Blood. Oh, yeah. Who's got some, you know, again, they've got great stuff all the time coming out. Um, and, and what were the, the guitars? There was a guitar builder there? Yes, the guitars. Now, when they said that they were going to have these guitars, I was actually really surprised because, like I said, it was a very small balcony. Or it wasn't a balcony. It was, <laughs> it was, it was like a tiny patio at this, at this tiny little brewery. Uh, and... You know, the guitars are on the, they're on stands and people are walking and bumping into each other and kicking each other and everything. And the straps on these things kept uh, coming off. (laughs) I mean, I was holding one and it came off. Yep. Fortunately, my cat-like reflexes prevented it from hitting the ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this is Castadosa guitars. Mm -hmm. These are, I've seen them. On the on the you know Instagram and everything, and I'm like, well, those are really beautiful guitars. They they're they're just different. They're fam- they look uh, there's a familiarity yeah. to them, but that's what. But then it becomes all no 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 no. This is this is highly high craft customization and uh, really really nice instruments. Very nice instruments. Very expensive well. instruments. I mean, to be having sitting around, yes. kicking around in a patio. Yeah, I was very surprised by that, but I'm awfully glad that they were there because we got to meet the uh, the owner, the founder, 
the maker, mm-hmm. uh, and he's going to be on the show. Cool. I am very excited about we, that. It sounds like we've got a full year ahead of and us. And don't forget our, uh, our, our, our pal Jesse Hunnick from uh, 29 Pedals. Oh, yeah. He's got something yep. new coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was all, they, a lot of these guys had like kind of semi-built stuff. It was like the prototypes. Yeah. So they were really excited to talk about it. Um, and they were like, I don't know if I can say too much, you know, but, you know, let's do, let's get on the show. Yeah, so we're going to ha- make that happen. Uh, if we go back inside for a minute, we almost forgot uh, Bad Cat oh, had a great showing. Yes, yes. Uh, oh. And it was, you know, got to meet the the people there mm-hmm. and they were very uh, hip to coming on. So uh, that'll be happening. Yeah, those are some we've great got, amps. We've got a lot of great builders coming on the show everybody uh and that's even from you know i guess somewhat of a pared down show yeah uh, but nam show and by pared down let me just go into that a little bit like the loads of loads of people were there but i mean we're forgetting not forgetting we're just not mentioning like loads and loads and loads of other stuff we're just kind of mentioning a handful of highlights mm-hmm. um you know i got a survey from nam and they said you know tell us all about your experience and you know we're on a one scale of one to five blah 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 blah. and then it came down to the open like what would what are your thoughts what would you Hmm. like to say to help make this a better experience i wrote a very long bit Mm. because i started kind of doing the math a little bit and you know they they put on a great show it's very easy like it's very well done. There's no slagging that at all. I don't, I don't have a, a bad word to say about the show, the running of the show, mm-hmm. and um, the facilities and everything. It's top notch. That said, we just talked about a whole bunch of smaller builders. We and 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 actually, all the ones that we just got through mentioning that were on the, in the beer area, they weren't at Nam. Mm-hmm. So those are people that were like, it's not, I don't know that it's worth it for us to do it, or they weren't prepared or whatever. It costs money to do that. Oh, yeah. Now, the big omissions at this show, mm. there was no Gibson. Nope. There was no Fender. Nope. There was no Marshall. Nope. There was no Gretsch. Nope. There was no Rickenbacker. Nope. There was no JHS. Nope. Uh, and I can probably count a few other nopes. And th- just, you know, not having them at the show. Now, a l- you could say, whatever, we all know what Gibson is. We don't need to see new stuff. Whatever, we all know what Marshall is. We don't need to see new stuff. You can, th- those things can be said. And you can, you, c- I understand the idea that, like, why do we need them at the show? Johnny Morales, who roomed with us from Oakland Guitars, we talked about this at length, and it was, it it it's very much a domino or butterfly effect, because without the presence of those huge beloved brands, that people do want to go see and connect with the brands that we're all familiar with, they carry a lot of weight, and. It isn't just the people in the industry that are going to see them. On the weekends, the foot traffic from just guitar enthusiasts uh, and and whatnot flood into that thing. Now, 
if those, I mean, they were big, giant holes on the floor. Yeah. Right? Without the, those brands there, then people like us say, that's, it, it's, it's not going to draw some of the other smaller builders out. Because they're like, look, if those brands aren't there, the foot traffic's not going to be there. It's mm-hmm. it's expensive to do this. I'm not going to get the eyeballs and the and the meeting the, the the right people and and getting my brand in front of as many people. It might not be worth it. So it isn't just, you know, should they be there so we can see all the guitars? We need them there because they're titans of the industry. If they are there, and then people say, oh, they're – because everybody's been waiting for this to re-engage, right? Mm-hmm. If they are there, the rest of us who have been like, eh, is it going to be any good? That's not going to happen. We're going to go. And people, foot traffic people who want to go see all their favorite brands are going to go. Right. Which is going to signal to the smaller builders to say it's going to be worth it. And, you know, when you look and, you, and you've got this huge gaping wound of a, of a space – on the floor, not occupied by anybody, but then you've got like 10 pedal companies crammed into one tiny booth because that's all they can afford. That's messed up and it's an imbalance and it's going to hurt the entire thing, in my humble opinion. And now you know the rest of the story. Anyways, so <laughs> I said all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- I think... Nam will listen to things. I mean, I I ended my Nam membership years ago when they started messing around with, you know, how many passes to the Nam shows that they would yeah. allow you, and then finally they don't allow. If you're not exhibiting, you don't get a pass. You know, you have to buy your passes. And uh, and I expressed that. Media. And I expressed that to them. I said, they asked, well, you know, why are you not renewing your membership? And I said exactly that. Yeah. And, um, you know, somebody did follow up and say, well, maybe we can work out something. I said, well, it's, you know, the damage yeah. is done. But um, well, but, they, point- but they do listen. And I think that their goal is to make a successful show yeah. for NAM, for the, the vendors, and for the visitors. Right. They and- had on, on, on the, the survey, it said, how do you feel about the future of the show and the industry. And I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And I put uncertain, yeah. you know, and that doesn't mean that the guitar industry itself or anything like that is going to crash. Now, obviously there's a lot more people like live audio and, and, um, <clears throat> band and, and, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, orchestra instruments and all that business. Sure. But, uh, it just, I'm glad that they gave us the opportunity because, uh, you know, that was all on our minds when we left. We're like, we we were the ones who were saying, no, 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 this one's going to be great. It's it's going to be better. It's going to be better. It's like going and watching your favorite team lose, <laughs> uh, you know, like they did last season and the season before that. Yeah. And you're like, it's am like I being gonna, a Browns fan. Am I going to keep being <laughs> buying tickets? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I'm not sure, you know, maybe we were, we had an isolated experience in that. I kind of don't think so. No. But, uh, and also. No, 19. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Like, no, because in, in, uh, I'm sorry, it was 21. Uh, Summer Nam in Nashville was even more empty spaces. It was bad. And, and that was, 
you know, just after the COVID. And uh, so I'm, uh, I wasn't at this year's dam and uh, I wish I could have gone, but we, we didn't go. Pender wasn't there. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, <clears throat> I can kind of sympathize with you guys. Yeah. On this. It's, I just can't wait until everybody shows up again. You know, that's all I, I can yeah. say about it. I just well, can't wait until it's like it used to be. We that, all want it to be that way. That may come sooner than later because they said, what do you think of um, our, our uh, banner for Summer Nam in Nashville? 24. Mm-hmm. Nice. So they're doing that. Okay. Which it, it, I was really surprised because the last Nashville one, I mean, mm. everybody was like, goodness sakes, that was bad. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that could help is if they had more regional shows. I know it's a pain in the ass to put a show on like that. But, you know, back in the early days, I mean, the shows used to be held up in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, back in the 50s and into the 60s even. And, I mean, I understand why they moved the show to California. It's a center of music, but it's also easier for people from from China and Japan and, yeah. and Korea to come over. Mostly that. Yeah. Um, but, um, and of course there's tons of builders and things in, in California, but I think, you know, from East coast people, it would be nice to have something that was easier to get to Yeah, a Chicago or even a Nashville is, is you know. Yeah. Some, well, I mean, and that's the whole thing they're, they're capitalizing on, you know, Nash Vegas. Yeah. So, which right, makes sense. Yeah. Who doesn't want to, you know, yeah. Are we going to go? Probably. I mean, there was there. You probably don't remember the the couple of odd years that you know they were they had it at Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. Then Nashville was building their new um, uh, convention center. Yeah. So they had uh, one or two years in Indianapolis and one year Ooh. in Austin. And the Austin oh. show was actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That, I like Austin. Yeah. I like Austin I, better than Indianapolis. Well, yeah, I know. I understand. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. It's not that I don't like Austin. It's just I've been to several South by Southwest oh, okay. from my industry. And yeah. it's like, I mean, it is a, it's, it's a thing. And you got to kind of be prepared for the thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Got to watch out for bats. Sure. Uh, anyways, I, I'm, you know. I think we we all saw a few things that we were like like oh wow check this out. Um, aside from meeting all the all the interesting people and everything, mm-hmm. um, Tony, was there a standout thing that that you uh, kind of left saying kind of would like? I that? mean, the, you know the 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 surfy bear stuff. I I was really impressed with. And I will probably look at purchasing one of those. Reverb tanks. In fact, there was yeah. a there was a guy at the um, the OC show, the vintage guitar show, that had one there. He says, "Well, I really don't want to sell it, but I thought I'd bring it." And he was asking too much for it. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that one stood out for me. Um, I liked seeing all of the boutique guitar builders. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, Celestian went all out. They had a, a double oh, decker yeah. bus there, yeah. And you know, along with their their uh, introducing uh, their hundred year anniversary uh, El Nico speaker, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, just off the top of my head, those are those are the ones. Martin 
actually had a very nice display, uh, like nice. they like they normally do. Uh, the one thing that was lacking, and this is, my, this is another one of my complaints, all of the uh, the vendors had little to no swag oh to give away. I mean, normally, it's you know, part, you come. It's part of the thing. You got you got bags of like, and I'm like, crap. I need stickers and stuff for our patrons. Yeah, guys, no swag. <laughs> yeah, no. none, none. Nice. I think I, I honestly, I think I'm left with like. I, I think I left with like two stickers. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Oh. I grabbed some magazines because yeah. they still had the magazine and a, section. And a bag from DiMarzio that I, I got a side eye from the lady that was talking to somebody who was like, oh, yeah. Know, probably going to buy like a thousand pickups or something. I'm like, <laughs> I'll take a bag. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I was actually what did, how about you? What very you intrigued with. Uh, oh, we talked to Victory Amps, too. Oh, that's so, yeah, right. We're going to see if we can work that out. Um, I was really interested in the new Bad Cat amp that they had. Mm -hmm. The uh, um, A little satellite-y look to me. But, but yeah. you know, it, there are many amps in that form now. A lot mm -hmm. of them are starting to go to that because it's, just, it's so much more cost-efficient than building out wood cabinets for the amps. Right, right. Uh, yeah. But uh, those, I'm very intrigued by that, and I'm I'm hoping that we maybe get to play one of those if we get them on the show because we couldn't really do that there. Their place was swarmed. Yeah. So uh, that was that was a, a little fun piece there. I, I did enjoy that quite a bit. Um, there were a handful of rock and roll relic guitars there, mm -hmm. and I really like the styling that they do. And you know, they got the, the, guitar, the guitars feel good, mm -hmm. uh, so that was kind of cool. Just playing some of the guitars that were out there, and I uh, got a picture snapped with uh, like one of the first places that we played. They're like, "Oh, here you play this thing, and here's a strat." And I was like, ah, it "Started, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." So, um, yep. but all in all, it was, it was a good time. I'm glad that we got to connect with so many people. Yes. Um, so many new people. Yep. Especially, I think that's always, it's important uh, to do. And that's really the, the biggest reason that we go there, mm -hmm. um, to make new connections and, uh, see ones that, uh, that, you know, it's nice to go like, oh, it's great to meet in person. So, yeah. uh, we look forward to n the next ones that come up. Uh, but for right now, be before that time, Jared, you especially wanted to chat about something. Yeah, of course. So um, people who are Gibson fans or non-Gibson fans that hate Gibson, I don't care. Um, since I uh, left my business and sold it to Zach, who's doing a great job, by the way. Um, when I went to Gibson, uh, we were we had this thing in mind where I was going to, um, well, me and the team were going to take apart some original pickups and uh, recreate the, the PAF pickup from the 50s to write down exact measurements and spec and metal urology and all that good stuff. So it, in the past couple of years, we've been working on this. And uh, we finally got this out um, January 18th. Uh, and um, they sold, we, we didn't have all thousand sets. So what it is, it's the, what it is, is the Gibson pickup shop. 
1959 Humbucker Collector's Edition series. And this is a first series. Um, it's a set of pickups, PAF-like. Uh, they they come in a lifting case with the pink interior and everything. It kind of uh, nods to the old 59 lifting cases. What's a, li- a, li- a lifting uh, case? Lifton was the brand that Lifton is made the, the, uh, the, 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 the brown, brown cases, cases with the pink. With the pink inside. Yeah, the yeah. brown cases with the pink, yeah. And Lifton was a luggage company. Oh, that's right. Case. Yeah. <clears throat> Lifton yeah, so, luggage company. Uh, that's right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so this, uh, it's it's really – these are really expensive pickups. They're $1,000 there, but uh, they're very special. That's in, for the pair, right? In the sense of – that's for a pair. Yep. Uh, it's very they're very special uh, in the way of of how we go about building them. It takes a very long time to wind these compared to how we wind other pickups now. So they are very different. They're built with um, very special uh, components that we that we were careful about uh, developing, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm very very proud of these. So we, we get a lot of hate on social media and and um, YouTube and all that kind of thing for the price, but we we're really aiming for the boutique the boutique guys the guys that kind of know what these are the cork sniffer kind of guys and the collector people and every time we we take a batch and we send it out to the distribution center, they put it online, it's gone within minutes. Yeah. So it's a very successful thing. It's just, it's, it's, so this is kind of something that I wanted to. Nick Cage needs a, a allow our listeners. <laughs> I, yeah, I wish, but I, I wanted to uh, just kind of give our listeners uh, a take of what these are from, from me. And I was, I pretty much led this, uh, project anyhow. So, so I just but, wanted to give the guitar an option. So ask me questions. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to ask you a question. Yes. Um, so in your opinion, because I know that you've worked with original PAFs and, and you've probably dealt with other similar uh, things. I don't know if you've done any anything with like throwbacks or uh, bare knuckles or you know some of the other people who are winding PAF clone type things. Do you feel that um, these uh, Gibson reissues are um, closer to original fifty nines than some other play, uh, some other builders? Some other builders, yes. Um, and then there are some builders that I know of out there that may be just as close. Okay, but I, you know, there's. There's always speculation out there. There's unanswered questions, and and these are no exception. People are going to probably have some unanswered questions about where do we get the magnets? Where you know is that yeah. the correct steel pull shoe? Is this the right you know? Um, it, it sounds, but I, I know these. Are, but it it, it it sounds like the case to be made for these is. There are loads of people who have and will continue to emulate what you know the the, the classic uh, PAF sound pickup, right? Yeah. You have 
the originator of it putting an entire team to recreate what they actually created. So it's still coming from the source. Um, and, you know, as we talked, you know, previous, like, no expense was, you know, spared in making sure that these were as close to the original everything as possible. Uh, and and it, I think it, you could say, does this one sound better? It's like, that's not, that's kind of not the point. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're going right. to sound great. Um, and loads of other pickups sound great too. But this is as close as you are possibly going to get to the actual thing from the actual company that made the actual thing. Yeah. Fair Get to the say. head on the nail, man. Thanks for that. Yeah. That that's our goal. And and we, we only want to do about we only wanted to do a thousand of these. Uh just just to also add value to the product as well. Yeah. yeah. So there's only there's only a thousand available. That's probably another reason why they go really quick. Yeah. Um and I hope I hope if you're a fan or if you want to p- pair of these, just pay attention to to the website. And if you want to read more about this, just go to go to the Gibson website and look up the Gazette. Yeah, uh, the Gazette's kind of like yeah, it's just news and stuff like that. And you'll see my hand, my watch, <laughs> and my ring I, in I, the pictures. I think that this would be really appealing to like say somebody that can't afford a 59 or something like that uh, you know uh, or or heck yeah. anything around there you know because those pr- the prices of these guitars are like bananas right but yeah. if you're if you were building um a yeah like a, a like, like a custom a, shop a custom or shop or a refit not even a custom shop if you got one and you're like you know what I know it's not the real thing it's never going to be the real thing I'm going to make you know I'm going to make my own you know, greeny guitar or, or you're just customizing your own Les Paul, whatever year you might have yeah. to try to get as close to that thing that, that you love. This would be the cherry on the, on the cake really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this is it. And um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of, I see myself in this cause I worked on it for so long. So I'm pretty yeah. proud of it. Well, and and I just want to touch on that cherry on the cake thing a little bit because it's like, oh, yeah, but they're a thousand dollars. Yeah. But if you if you have a guitar that is within reach, say you you have something like, you know, that's around, uh, well, much, 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 much less. Right. What a standard Gibson or something. But you're trying to get that, you know, like vibe that thousand dollars into that guitar, making it the thing that you truly want is far different than saying, well, I'm just going to hold out until I have 20 to $500,000. So that's, that sounds actually like a pretty good deal. All in all. It is. And if you, if you, yeah. And if you compare the price to other high end boutique, you'll, you'll see that these, this price kind of falls within the same. You'll, you'll look at two or three other, uh, pickup companies out there, and they charge a little more. Oh yeah, well. no, I think a guy right down the road from me, he charges way more. Yep. So um, that yeah. lives in Jolton, Tennessee. <clears throat> so Mr. Tom Holmes, which whom I love and respect. 
So. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I think that's just it. I mean, to us just sitting around here spending a thousand dollars on pickups, you know, that's certainly not in my <laughs> in my reality. But there are a lot of people that are just doing that, and they're you know. If they, you sold ten of your guitars from DH Gate, you could buy them. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, since you put it that way, Todd, maybe that's what I'll do. Jeez. But I, you know, I, I, I think there is, there are people. I mean, there's people that that seek out, you know, original fifty nines and early sixties PAFs, and you know, put them in different or, guitars, or hardware. Like, you know, I want the Ten original ones. Yeah. You yeah, ten thousand dollars for one for an original set. If you're lucky. Yeah. I tell one. you what, I, you know. It's it's funny because depending on where you are in the guitar ownership or collector dumb, um, yeah, you could look at it and like that's insane. Why would anybody do that, right? So in comparison, I've mentioned before on I believe on the show like I it, when I was going through college, I worked uh, for, at, a, at a vintage Porsche restoration shop, mm -hmm. and oh, oh, we had tons and tons of parts that we you know pulled off of all these cars that would come in and everything, and, and we'd sell them all over the world. Uh, and, uh, the, my, my boss said, Hey, I need you to send these things to Australia. And I was like, okay. And I, I went out to the bench and, and on this newspaper were these two very, like two front bumper grommets or guards, the vertical ones that went on the, the old 356 Porsches. Actually, I think these might've gone on a, uh, on an American Roadster, if I'm correct. I believe it was that. So anyways, which is like, pfft, like nobody, that, that's, that is stupid, stupid, stupid money. Those things. Cause they only made it. Anyways. Um, so I said, okay. And I'm looking at him and it literally looks like someone just glued cornflakes to these things. <laughs> there was no, there was no chrome on it. There was no finish. They were literally just crumbling. And I said, what do you want me to insure it for? Because we insure everything that, that went go up. He said, um, you know, let's put about 5000 on it. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> These, I, I, I was just flabbergasted. And, 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 and I, I probably have forgotten. It, it might have even been more at that time. I was just, I know that it was, it was definitely over $5,000 wow. because we had to have special form for it and all that stuff. Uh, so the lengths that people will go to, to make the thing that they want, that they, that they got to have, they'll make, they'll make it happen. And this is, this is, to me, this feels like the, the, the bumper guards, you know? <laughs> yeah. So. Very nice. Yeah. Anyways, that's the, that's what we got. So, uh, Jared is a good luck with that and congratulations on your role in the creation of these. That's yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Cool. That's you cool. know, it's not like you just came up with another pickup. You guys you guys kind of hit the the holy grail uh product right there as far as those go. Is there you know, and they're not gonna be any any new ones that are more than that. So and I don't mean money wise, I mean, you know, more yeah. PAFE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean thank thank you very much and the team that um, I'm on, uh, also helped a lot. So I couldn't have done it without that. Yes. It's not, nice. like, I, we know that you were in a one man it's show there, but yeah, I mean, you, you had a, a big hand in that and that's to be commended. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to shuffle off to Nashville right now, grabbing the old El Camino. Yes. Yes. We're going to pick up Jared, and uh, he's got a little something for us here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's come to the time of the show, which we want to play a little game of. Would you ever? All right. Wow. So you're walking down the street, and Todd, take it from here, buddy. Yes. Uh, you happen to be visiting uh, jolly old England. Jolly. Jolly old England. Jolly. And, you know, you you have one thing left to do. You're looking for that double-decker bus to come pick you up and take you to the London Eye. Aye. The great big, the, the biggest Ferris wheel in the world. When suddenly, when suddenly, unbeknownst to you, you board the last double-decker bus in the route. On the top level, you're seated next to the only person on the top. There's only one other person. Who is that? It's a lonely, lonely person. It's Neil Young. Neil Young. Neil Young is in town. And he's riding all by himself on the top of this, on the top of this double decker bus. Was he getting all teared up or anything? Or he seemed to be very lonely. <laughs> and he said, yeah. "You know, I just played the show, and I wanted to see the sights and sounds, and just, just have some quiet time, and sit on the, sit in the, my, in a, you know, up on this Ferris wheel. It would mean a lot if you would sit with me on the Ferris wheel." Mm-hmm. Now you're thinking to yourself, uh, he's. He's an ornery, he's an ornery old cuss. Yes. Lo- love him or hate him, yeah. he is an ornery cuss. Uh, this yeah. is, I'm going to be up there about an hour, I imagine. Not quite an hour. Almost an hour. A British hour. <laughs> it's in yeah. pounds. It's okay. Oh, okay. It's, not, it's metric. Yes, it's in metric. It, it, it takes a while. You know, you got to be up there for a long time. That's a long time to be with an ornery old cuss. Yeah. Yes. Has, has, he did says, he, did he bathe recently? Yeah. I'm. Well, I, that's hard to tell. The, the London fog was coating him in, in soot. Ah. Um, anyways, uh, so he says, look. I know this is a this is a tough ask, but if you do, I'm gonna give you old black. Ah, and you're like, what? Yeah, that's a cool guitar. Okay, and he said, you say, uh, I need to think about this. Go downstairs to find out how much longer you have to go on the trip. So to think about it, is there anybody downstairs? Lo and behold, someone else has boarded. Ooh. Also looking very lonely. Aww. yes. Unmistakable uh, in his attire, fervor, and his and his fervor, <laughs> uh, with his uh, you know cut off sleeve flannel of shirt. Course. But of course, Ted Nugent, the Wango, the oh. Tango, is all by himself in London. Wow! And now you said, well, I just got downstairs from one of the honoriest cusses in rock and roll, uh, and now. I'm encountering the other uh, Arnery costume. Well, you know, now that you talked about a, a cut-off sleeved flannel shirt, that yes. could also be Neil Young's attire. It could be, but not in this case. Okay. Don't mess with my vision. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and he's looking a little forlorn. His head's uh, down. And he uh, say, Mr. Nugent, what's wrong? He says, 
I just got out of the show, and I'm, I just want some quiet, and I want to I want to see the city. I didn't get to see it, and I'm awful lonely. <laughs> and he say, really? He says, I know it's a big ask, but hey, would you do me the honor of sitting with me on the ride? I'll he, give you. He's going to the London Eye as he's well? He's going to the London Eye as well. Holy moly. Yeah. And Tony, what does he have with him? Oh, I believe he has his favorite, Birdland, Gibson right? Birdland. The Birdland. That's yeah. right. We're faced with a very different kind of dilemma here. Yes. Both are probably not ideal situations. No. no. Uh, so you got to make the best of it. So the question is, would you rather sit on the London Eye for mm. about an hour mm-hmm. in the dark, in the mm. cold, listening to an ornery old cuss named Neil Young mm-hmm. or an ornery old cuss named Ted Nugent. Tony. I mean, it's relatively easy for me. Okay. Because I, if there were an escape hatch in the London Eye and I was stuck in it with Ted Nugent, yeah, I might leap to my death. Yes. Um, no. So I'm going to go with Uncle Neil. Okay. And uh, and maybe he'll even sing me some of his lovely songs while we're going around. Yes, some of the early stuff. Yeah, the early stuff. I'll I'll take the early stuff. Yeah. Although I do like some of the the later stuff. Too. Yeah, it's, it's you just cool. got to keep him singing so he doesn't. You know. Yeah, but it would be worth it to get black. Yes, that's that's a borderline very, uh, unplayable at this stage, as I understand. It probably is. I mean, he's been playing it since well, the nineteen seventies. You know, nobody else can. Yeah. So yeah. So that's my choice. Sorry, Ted, ain't gonna that. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm 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 going with I'm going with Neil. Okay, uh, Jared, what are you gonna do? You know, yeah, um, not a tough decision for me either, and probably some of the same reasoning, you know, as Uncle Tony Balonsky here. But you know, at least I could relate uh, with uh, I could relate with Ted on. You know, Michigan, we can talk Michigan stuff. And because I lived up there for a while, um, he's from Jackson. And uh, I know, I know a few folks around there, yada, yada. But that's about it. Other than that, I would really would rather just fall asleep and keep one eye open. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go uh, and endure Neil Young. Todd? Well, I, I, to me, this one is difficult because, in all honesty, I'd probably rather have the Birdland. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. I just I I like a big giant cutaway. It's cool, you know. It's, it looks freaking it's cool. It's rock and roll, man. No, it's a it's a cool guitar. I mean, because I, I honestly I really do, would not like to have Blackie. I know that sounds crazy, but I, yeah, I, you know, I, no, I can't. I gotta go with I gotta go with Neil. All right. I gotta go with Neil. <laughs> I gotta go with Neil. There yeah. you go. I yeah. I do really like. There we the, are. You know, boy, that the. His, early stuff is so good oh yeah anyways we got to thank a few people you know todd there's a special group of people that we love to thank at this point of the show Who are they? well we like to call them our executive producers now an executive oh, producer yeah. makes this show possible how do they make the show possible i don't know how do they do it they are patrons on patreon.com how do you become one 
Go to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate, become a friend, a sponsor, a patron, a hero of the podcast. Each level comes with some very, very nice thank you gifts. And, oh, eligibility to get in our giveaways. Yes. All the good stuff. Love it. But as an executive producer... There's one thing more. Jared, what would that be? Well, you get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing. That's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers. Vader and Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, James White, Motander Guitars, Anthony Gemalero. Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly from Rare Buzz Effects, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Godshock from Wonderful Audio Technology. What? What? Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Derek Hemmer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, James Bell, James Romer, Cameron Pampas, Trevor Ellenberg, Christopher Logan, and John Sebastian. Yeah. I like it. Well, but wait, Todd, there's more because there's a special group of executive producers. We call them our grand poobas. Now, oh, these yeah. fine folks are the top of the heap, the pick of the crop, the A number ones. Yes. Shall we say? Say it. So special, special, special oh, thanks to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups. That's he- right. Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler KC Rhines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Steve Keys, Cody Foster. Science of Sound, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusik from 12th Hour Devices, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. David Poe, Billy Spitfire Unlimited, Congregation Gear Demos, Paul Von Eppinger, Scott Sullivan, Great Lakes Guitar Pickups, Matt Hart, Enrico Fernando, Moon Guitars, Adam Johnson, Eric Edwards, and David Tyndall. Thank you, uh, thank you, uh, thank you. Right on. All right. Well, we truly thank you for your help and your kindness and thoughtfulness, all of you guys out there. Um, Please keep up uh, sending us your, your thoughts. And, and whatnot, and... Um, and prayers. Supporting the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, and lots of great guests coming up. We already mentioned that. Yep. So, anyways, I just don't want to stop the show. Uh, uh, all right, end. everybody, have a fantastic time. Wait, no. 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 We got no. To, Tony, where can you get your stuff? Yeah, head over Oh, to, man, that was oh, close. Yeah. Ooh, it almost went over the cliff. <laughs> Back up that El Camino. Yeah. Uh, head over to pickguardian.com. Just check out some of the things that I have available for sale there. But I also do custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you're trying to do, what you need, what material you want, and I will make it happen. All right. Jared? So 
Uh, if you want to chat with me and get my opinion on whatever, or just talk about funny things, which is always a good time, Jared dot uh, dot Brandon on Instagram <laughs> and pickup pickups sent me a really cool uh, thing about his lightning bolt pickup. And it's a shape like a lightning bolt, a great sounding pickup. Thank you for that. Uh, so I'm chatting with him now and again, and it's a good time. So hit me up. All right. There you go. You can oh, yeah. send me an email, Todd at the guitar uh, Better luck, maybe, at, uh, at Guitar Knobs on oh, Instagram. Yeah. DM me. Send us some stuff. Uh, if you need me to share it with the guys, I will. Uh, but it would be lovely to talk to you. You can also check out the Valentinos. As you're driving around, uh, you know, listening after you listen to this <laughs> on the weekend or whatever, so for some good old feel good rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aside from that, now it's time to say, have a fantastic guitar weekend. Subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. I can't humor. I can't. I can't humor you with any type of answer. We're close because I can I'm hear not him smiling. I, I want to sleep. <laughs> Ooey gooey, rich and chewy inside. All right. Yes, even. Jared, do you have to fly first class? I do. I, I can't imagine. One of my bosses, <laughs> Matt, Matt Kaler, he's like, tender, cakey, golden flaky outside. Oh! I have an announcement. You have an announcement? Yeah. We haven't even started yet. I have an announcement. Wrap the inside on the no. outside. It's a good darn tootin' showing the big fig Newton. Newton. One more time. Uh, fig Newtons. <sighs> See, See two fig Newtons. I love fig Newtons. I, I like raspberry. Mother. I like no, raspberry that's not Newtons. A, that's not a fig Newton. Is it bad? It sounds bad. No, it's good. Oh, okay. Why'd you make it sound bad? I'm sorry. Uh, the big oh, fig big Newton. Newton. Here's the tricky part. The but uh, Michigan makes some really good. They got some really good beers up there. Yeah. Uh, well, Michigan, these are pretzels. Are you? Are you? Eat, you're eating meat, right? Yes. Eat meat again. Yes. Nice. <laughs> All right. Let's. Do this. I know everybody's so happy for me. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, what? did you miss me or something? Like, what? What happened? Uh-huh. Yeah. Big fig a new time. Yeah. They're delicious. And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash theguitarknobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitarknobs. Catch you next time.